Last time on Idol on Disco, the Latery High School Mystery Club finally made it home from their trip uh, around the tri-state area solving mysteries. And then they went to a toy store and bought some toys. That's all that happened. Like, that's pretty much it. I uh, can't wait to see what happens next, though. start here let's start with Haley. um sure uh so you have just been dropped off by bob you have got uh the figurine that was a uh, card for you and also the envelope that the guy handed you at the store and told you to open it when no one else was around all right uh i'm gonna just Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm de- I think I'm wearing jeans. I'm a I'm a horse girl. That would make sense. Sure, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna just stuff that letter in in my pocket, so uh-huh. it's not super visible, uh, and then I'm gonna head inside. Okay, yeah. Um, I think. Uh, are you just kind of going straight to your room? What are you? Or are you seeing your dad's? What's up? Uh, I think I'm going straight to my room, and if my dad's are there. Uh, well, I guess I'll apologize for being late. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because you are several hours late, and I think as you come in, they just go, Ailey, where you been? Sorry, I... Look, we were we were buying gifts for Marisa's sisters, and we kind of kind of lost track of time. Really, and there was a train. Really sorry about that. I think they both kind of exchange a glance, and your other dad says, uh... Uh, what kind of gift? Oh, uh, well, I I got her like a, a horse figurine, and uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Fabby, oh, what what did uh, Casey get? Uh, a very fancy tea set. Yeah, and like Casey got a tea set, and you know we we just got all sorts of things. Where'd uh, where'd you go for to get that? Oh, there was this, uh, like, little antique shop. The guy, the, the old guy there was, he was a little weird, but he seemed nice enough. I think there is a weird kind of pregnant pause in the room before, uh, you, you're, I forget your dad's names, <laughs> but your first dad, more cowboyish dad, is like, All right, well, uh, Dinner's uh in the oven. Feel free to heat it up when you're ready. I'm gonna say Patrick is the more cowboy dad. Uh, that's me. I'm Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Fred is the science dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Like, again, I'm really sorry. Came back late. Late. I wasn't really planning on it. No, no. Wait, Haley. You're 17. You got things to do. We understand. All right. Well, th- thanks for keeping dinner warm for me. Yep. Anything you just let us know. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I think they both again kind of share a glance and kind of just retreat into the living room. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, I'll pick up a a plate of dinner and then head into my room. Okay. Yeah. Um. And yeah, are you you popping this envelope open? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Okay. Like I said, it's got kind of a a wax seal on it. And I think as soon as you break that, you are kind of transported back to that toy store. You are back in that back room, and uh, the old man is carving that figurine. At the time, it almost seemed like he was doing it um, with an almost supernatural speed. It seemed like it took no time at all, and yet hours had passed by the time you left. And here, he's still clearly working very quickly and skillfully, but it's taking the amount of time it might take to carve a little wooden figurine. And uh, I think he just kind of has sort of a a smile on his face as he's working, and he just says, uh, Well then, Haley, tell me about yourself. There is a very, like, warm energy in this room. You feel, like, at ease in here. Why am I back here? Oh, I see, yes. You're not. You're remembering what happened earlier. I'm sorry, it's... Your memories were a little... Shaken up until you fully accepted this gift. So you're saying this conversation already happened and it's coming back to me? Exactly. Although, who can say if this part of this conversation happened or if this is you making sense of the memory? Okay. Uh, I guess I'm... Haley, I'm 17, I live on a ranch, I enjoy horses and track and field, and What do you space. enjoy about horses? Huh? What do you enjoy about horses? I guess it's just the fact that they, I, I, I like how, I like how they live. I think he kind of nods and just says, go on. You know, horses, they don't need to worry about their future, really. They they don't need to worry about getting a good job, getting into a fancy college, taxes. Do you worry about those things? A little. Like, I want to I wanna be an astronaut. I've wanted to be one since I was a barely a teenager. And, you know, my parents, they're really supportive. And they tell me that, you know, if I, if I work hard and I get good grades and I, I really dedicate myself, that I can do anything I want. And I want to believe that. But there's a part of me that wonders, what if... What if no matter what I do, I still don't get to do what I want? It's hard 
not to worry about what's going to happen to me. And how do you deal with those worries? I just kind of, I try to ignore them. That I, I tell myself that it's a little silly to just spend all my time thinking about what might happen in the future. So I just do what I can right now. I do the best I can. I do the most I can. And I just hope it works out. And if it doesn't, I guess I'll just have to worry about that when it happens. But sometimes I can't stop worrying about it. What is it about space that drives you this way? You love how the horses live, but they've never even thought of space. I feel like, you know how when you're, when you sometimes look at the stars and just stare up there, you feel like small, but not in a insignificant way, not in a way that makes you feel lonely, but in a way that makes you feel like there's so much out there that you're part of something so much bigger than yourself, even if what you're doing may not be that big. I kind of think that's what it must be like to just be a horse in a field running across plains. It's when you're out there in nature, it's so big and so vast, but it's not lonely. You just think about how much there is and how everything's connected to each other. You want to go galloping through the heavens. Yeah, I, I guess I do. He kind of goes quiet for a bit as he's, like, sanding and working in the fine details. And as you look down at that figurine, which you've seen already, but now in this more complete memory, it feels like you are looking at... It feels like your conversation has been carved into this figurine. That's... That's really pretty. What is it? It's you, my dear. Is this some sort of, like, (laughs) caricature thing? Not exactly. This is now your most precious possession. You must guard it and keep it safe, and it will do the same for you. In like a metaphorical sense? Yes, but also in a very literal sense. What do I do with it? The letter will explain. And I think you kind of snap back and you're back in your room. Casey... I think you've gone to your room and have had like a very similar experience. You open up your envelope and you're back at the toy shop. Uh, and I think the old man just says, I'm sorry if until now you remembered me being a bit terse. We can't afford for it to raise too many questions if you weren't ready to accept this gift. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the figurine, yeah. It's, uh, really beautiful. Well, it certainly will be when I'm done with it, but... And he's just continuing to chip away at the piece of wood as he says, Tell me more about yourself. I read your palm, but that's really only a starting point. There's 
Not much to tell, really. That, uh, that's never true. Eh, this would me. I just a person, a guy. Uh, I uh, I like music. I I solve. I spend time with my friends. They like to solve mysteries. Do you like to solve mysteries? I don't care. Mysteries are. They're interesting in concept, but the answer is always way too obvious, or just doesn't make sense, or silly in a way. I don't know. I'm mostly just... He's quiet for a bit, and looks down, just like being around the rest of the club. It's... The one time I feel the less, the least bad. Sometimes a mystery can have an obvious answer, and an answer that makes no sense, and yet you still can't stop thinking about it, is that right? <sighs> it, it, maybe. He's like looking at him very. Like, straight up looking at him, wondering if he knows. Some Sometimes a mystery can't have an answer. It, it just can't. Every mystery has an answer. The truth doesn't care very much about our opinions on it. Sometimes you just have to ignore it. It'd be easier. Because looking at it, opening it, discovering it, what's the point? And sometimes, my dear, ignoring the truth can inflict nothing but pain. And sometimes, there may be reasons to accept that pain as a price. But other times, you may not be getting your money's worth. I don't know. I think I've gotten pretty good at pain numbing myself. Really? Are you a happy person? <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Why not? You come from wealth, you have friends that care for you. It seems that your every need's being met. If you put it that way, I guess I'm just broken. I, you're right, they do come from wealth. My parents care for me, even if they show it. Maybe not in the best way sometimes, but I know they care, they love me. My friends... My friends keep me around, they are kind, they they help me when I need help. But yet I can't feel happy. Every time I feel happy there's this thing in my chest that just hurts more, so not feeling happy, not feeling anything at all feels like the only answer. That's interesting, because you just told me that you're very good at feeling numb. <sighs> well... Perhaps you're not broken. Perhaps there is simply a need that isn't being met. He just looks at him, kind of like pressing his lips together, like, in worry. And what would that need be? I don't know. What need would that be? Is there, like, is, I assume there's, like, other stuff in this room? 
Yeah, um, I, this is yeah. All, even though this is like uh, a full memory now. There is almost a dreamy quality yeah. to it. It the lighting is more like beautific than it was when you were in here in real yeah. life, and like your friends are like here, but they almost feel like distant. Their faces are kind of blurry. You feel like your voice wouldn't travel to them, even though this is a small room. I'm gonna walk up to uh, like a bench that's near me and pick up maybe like a half finished doll, mm-hmm. and start like fiddling with it. I think he's just uh, focusing on his work as he carves your your figure. What if I knew the need, but it was an impossible need? It was a need that wouldn't make sense. It was a need that no one would understand. It was a need that maybe one day I'll get to fulfill once I'm out of this town, once no one else knows me. If you have an impossible need, my dear, then I'm happy to tell you you've come to the right place. And he sets the finished figure down in front of you and says, This is for doing the impossible. He looks at it and picks it up. Maurice, I think as you uh, come home, um, you know, your house has enough kids running around in it that it's never really quiet. Um, How are you sneaking these gifts in so your sister doesn't see them? Oh, yeah, okay. Since I didn't know this was going to be a framing mechanism, I was going to say that I (laughs) I ask Bob to be like, yo, let me out. And then they'll all swarm me. And then you sneak them in the back with like, you know, the gate is unlocked. Okay. Yeah, you got it, dude. Okay, cool, 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 cool. No one will see this coming. Um, Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you you sneak that stuff in. um, And yeah, if we want to just jump ahead, yeah, you get those in a hiding place with Bob's help. Your mom thanks you very much. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you get to your room after some, like, (laughs) yeah, getting swarmed by Mm -hmm. kids and stuff. Where were you? What'd you do? Do you have anything behind your back? Yeah, that kind of. (laughs) Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you managed to slip into your room and get the door shut and open up your uh, envelope. And yeah, you you two are transported back to that toy shop. And uh, the um, uh, old man is like already starting to like cut the shape of all the little guys in a cluster out of your figurine. And he says, uh, I can already tell this one is going to be special, Maurice. Tell me about yourself. Oh, uh, oof. Wow. Wow, this is, uh... He's still, like, looking around at, like, uh, the thing he's making, and it's like, okay, you're really... You're really good at that. Um... I have practice. Yeah, um, about myself, well, uh, you know, me and... Me and Haley are kind of in the top of our class. Um, I've kind of taken a bunch of extracurriculars, I've kind of taken all of the extracurriculars um and you know i really found a place where i fit in here with the mystery solving team and when we go out and we solve mysteries it's like you know as much as i like to be good at school being out and and doing a thing in this group is like i don't know it's exciting um even if it's only for like a summer or whatnot um you feel like he, he, there is like a a smile on his face. There, he is like loving hearing about like your enthusiasm. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like 
you know, this is only, only for this time, you know? And, uh, um, it's all still very, very fragile. Like, uh, you know, we're starting to get in the headlines and stuff, and I don't, I just, I'm worried. Worried about what? Like, we, we crash the van, or we fuck it up, or we, are we, I think he, like, gets weird, and he's like, He's holding something back and he's not saying it. Um, he's like, and then he just says it. I don't want us to be a bunch of narcs, okay? Are we just like bunch of narcs and like, <laughs> just like, it is like it's, it's something like he is saying about the group, but maybe projecting right. uh, individual fear. It's just like, yeah, yeah. You know why do they feel so comfortable coming to us for the story? You know, and like. And he starts to kind of, like, get a little huffy. Um, But it's Mm. also fragile, and we can't talk about it, of course. You keep saying it's fragile. How could it break? Break? You mentioned crashing a van, but vans can be repaired. Break? There's tons of ways it can break. There's tons of ways everything can break. Uh, If, you know, we break a bed and it costs a lot of money, and it becomes dangerous, or, you know, we, you know, starts to solve a case, and someone, like, breaks their ankle or something, and then it's like, oh, it's too dangerous, you know, insurance, you know, for the school and whatnot. Or, you know, and he just, like, is, like, fire on his face, just, ah! And yet you keep doing this. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's not very... It's not maybe what people have expected of me. Um... And, you know, it's maybe not even really all my idea at all. Uh, I'm just kind of going along with it. But um, Maurice crosses his arms. <sighs> but? It's really good. And I feel like this has taken four years to get here. And it's like, okay, then what after this? What after this? And, like, anytime a good thing is happening, it's can only be that it's gonna end eventually. So, like, why do good things, you know? <sighs> or, like, maybe it's not. You know what I... Uh, that's silly. I can't say. He's like... Good things up. end every day. No, no, no. You're you're right. You're right. But the good news is that new good things also start every day. I don't know. Mm. He grumbles. He's like... I, I, it's, I too, there's too much uncertainty. I can't... I. I, I can, I can only be sure of like what I got around me, you know. As soon as we get too far out and like beyond, who knows if like the Maurice that can do good here can do good everywhere. I don't know if I have it for Bob and Casey and Haley, you know when we're out trying to find hotels and stuff and like I was good at booking that but like what if anyway I'm just worried that what I got here it doesn't doesn't transfer you know here is a word that follows you wherever you go wherever you are that's here and you can always be sure of what's around you because that's where you are Maurice narrows his eyes it's like, do you know my, you said my last name, you know my, like, family? 
Uh, real quick, Ty. Uh-huh. Uh, did uh, Maurice's parents grow up in Lillatory? I want to say his father has, but his mother didn't. She was uh, she came to school here, and then yeah, yeah. Okay. I know your father. You you you, you know my father? Yes, I've met him before. Get out. He's <sighs> kind of eccentric. I know he's kind of a little bit goofy, but uh, I don't know. Somehow he and my mom they make all of this work here. And I just don't figure out how they ever became that to, like, with all the kids bumping around and, like, you know. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I could ever. They just keep, you know, taking care of everyone and taking care of. <sighs> he, like, sighs again. And he, like, I like the crew and I like the solving mysteries. I just. What if the, the here and the me that is when I'm over there isn't the same here in me. And that one... I don't know. And... He's just, like, doubting and, like, shaking his head again. I should hope it won't be, Maurice. The, the you over there will have different challenges to overcome. They'll need to be different than the you that's here. But the you that's here is the only person that can create the you over there. And he kind of slides the uh, completed figurine over to you and says, uh, perhaps that's why you are so many different people here. Uh, Maurice holds up his uh, thing and is like, okay, weird. (laughs) It's like weird. Uh, Bob, you have not gotten home yet because you needed to stop for gas we established last time with the money you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Bob's getting a full tank. Yeah, you're at the gas station getting filled up and uh, a cop car pulls up next to you, like at the pump next to you. And um, uh, a cop gets out and starts uh, filling it up. Uh, it's a young cop, probably only a couple years older than you, like also, you might recognize this guy who... He, he would have been in, like, in high school when you were in middle school. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, I think he just kind of, you know, gets the pump going. I don't know. You know, I don't know how 1970s gas pumps work. You probably had to go inside to do that, huh? That, that's probably how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't have credit card readers at the pumps in 1979. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta pay for it. Uh... Yeah. I don't even actually, know if... Actually, hold on. Do they, do they still have, like... Guys who pump gas for you at this point? Yeah, I was gonna say, would they even so. have self-pumping? It, there's pro- I'm, I'm making the judgment call that there are probably more, uh, like, you know, gas guys for you at this time. But there's probably also plenty of self-service, and that's what this is. Listeners, write in to let us know. <laughs> hey, if you've got cool history of gas stations trivia uh-huh. keep it to yourself give us some gas facts <laughs> i don't care yeah. i guess tell iris about it. yeah let me know your gas facts <laughs> uh don't ask that in the internet please <laughs> yeah <laughs> um anyway uh yeah so he yeah goes in pays and then like starts setting up his pump and he goes uh bobby I guess you and your friends are back in town huh oh yeah 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 Saw a few uh, newspaper stories about you. Sounds like you had a real fun summer. Yeah, we uh, we we solved some mysteries and stuff, and and saw a whole bunch of countryside. How tall is Bob? Say what? How tall is Bob? 
Just to get a paint uh, picture here. Let's let's say Bob's pretty tall. They're, they're on the track yeah. team. Let's say they're pretty tall and lanky. Okay. Uh, I think this guy's also pretty tall. Not quite tall enough to really like be intimidating as he walks up to you, because you, you know. But uh, he's definitely suddenly kind of in your personal space, and he says, uh, yeah, yeah, sounds like uh, you solved some, some crimes out there, helped out the local police. Yeah. Yeah, well, now that you're back, I want you to remember to uh, mind your own fucking business. Okay. I don't know what kind of Mickey Mouse operations uh, some of those other police departments run, but we take care of uh, situations here, and uh, vigilantism is not something that we really need much of right now. Vig- what? You heard me. Okay, dude. He just kind of glares at you, and... Uh, just kind of, you hear, like, a little, like, bell ding to let you know the pump's done. Oh. And he's just kind of staring at you. Alright, well, uh, it was nice seeing you again. Yeah. Good seeing you, too. Take care of yourself. Alright, uh, I, I think if this guy doesn't move to stop them, Bob's just gonna leave. Yeah, he just kind of, like, is giving you the uh, glare as you drive off. Uh, and yeah, you get home, and, uh, Pop open your letter, and, uh, yeah, you, like the others, are, are back in the, the toy shop. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy! <laughs> I, I've already been here! <laughs> yes, you, you're remembering being here. Oh. Okay. How's it going, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Toymaker? It's going very well. How are you doing? A, a cop got up in my face for no really clear reason just now. I mean, I guess that'd be in the future relative to this, but yeah. I'm fam- I'm familiar with the concept of police, though. <laughs> <laughs> they do tend to do that. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> no need to apologize. Tell me about yourself. Oh, well, uh, let's see. My name's Bob. I, uh, I, I, I've, I've done some track and field, although uh, these days I'm mostly part of a mystery solving club. Uh, we probably should come up with a better name, but like uh, it's it's pretty it's it's self descriptive, you know. It it kind of gets to the point. It certainly does. Yeah. Why are you a member of this club? Well, to, uh, to be honest, I'm not really into the into the mystery thing. I just I just uh, I just try to be there for my friends. And what compels you to? put so much into these friends. Everybody needs somebody to back them up, right? May as well be me. Certainly, but is that the only reason? Bob stops for a moment and looks like they're extremely deep in thought for a lot longer than one would expect for a question Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And then he just kind of turns back to the guy and just matter-of-factively says, Yeah. Uh, why are these the people you've chosen to back up? Seems like they needed it. Many people need many things. Yeah. So, why them? Well, why not them? <laughs> I think he's just like, you're a very straightforward individual, aren't you? <laughs> that's, uh, that's probably the nicest way I've heard anybody put it. 
Are people often unkind to you? Um, maybe. I, mm. I, 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 mm. I mean, the cop was, or, or will be. But I, I try not to let it get to me. Why not? Eh, this doesn't, uh, doesn't really help matters to let these things bog you down. Just gotta keep moving forward. I see. I see. Uh, I think he's just like, you know, honestly, this one's taking less time than they usually do. <laughs> you know what? I've heard that before. Oh, uh, well, I should hope so. You're a track and field athlete. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You know what I'm talking about. Hey, uh, what's making toys like? That sounds pretty neat. It's very neat. <laughs> I enjoy my job quite a bit. Got, uh, yeah, glad to hear it. Gotta, gotta find something you like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got, any, you got any pets, dude? I got a, I got a turtle. Oh, tell me about your turtle. Oh, his name's Dog. He's so precious to me. <laughs> Where did you get him? Oh, honestly, I don't remember. I was really young when I got him, which is why I thought he was a dog. Um, he says, is he loyal like a dog? Oh, absolutely. As far as I can tell, I mean, he's a turtle. Hmm. Well, then it sounds like a fine name to me. Uh, he slides you a figurine. <laughs> he's like, sorry, I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. These, these kind of look like, uh, like my shoes. My running shoes. No, they don't. We talked last time. It's the spirit inhabiting your shoes. It's fine. That was two weeks ago. You don't remember. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there was the only thing I could add to that scene, I was going to imagine a long thing where the the toy maker looks at Dog, looks at the scalpel, looks at a block of wood. Nah. <laughs> I, could, I could give you one right now. No, uh-huh. no. Uh-huh. Dog is fine. Next time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, Bob, I think you kind of are shaken from... Your reverie, as are the other three of you, as you are all now each holding um, copies of the same piece of uh, paper that has a list of rules on it, which I will paste in the chat for your reference, but I will uh, read out after I do that for the sake of the audience. Uh, This is the right chat, yes. Okay. Uh, The rules listed out are... One, you have been given an effigy of yourself. This effigy is called an Eidolon. Two, you may express yourself through this Eidolon more completely than you can through your flesh. Three, before anything else, you must name your Eidolon. It is dead, and only through giving it a name do you give it life. Four, any harm that befalls your Eidolon will befall you as well. Five, you may not ever speak of your Eidolon to anyone who was not present when it was given to you. Six, you may not use your Eidolon in any way that will reveal its existence or the existence of Eidolons generally. Seven, the preceding two laws are suspended when the clock strikes midnight. Any evidence of your Eidolon must be erased before the clock strikes one when the laws return. Eight, your actions must honor, preserve, and ensure the eventual hatching of the egg. Nine, all not forbidden here is permitted. Defying any of these laws will result in consequences. 10. The egg contains many yolks, 
but only one will survive the hatching. I need to point out that not yeah. In parentheses, it says not you, Casey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel this has all caps energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this has this has uh you came down from a mountain with this on a on a stone tablet. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think Bob, as you're reading those, you kind of like uh just sort of idly walk around your uh room and uh kind of stumble and drop your figurine and it falls in the door and, uh, falls on the floor and breaks. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Should I have drawn to not do that, or no, no, you couldn't have. Okay, <laughs> it's the on the JRPG where you lose. Don't worry about it. It's uh, and now like the little wooden figurine is uh, crumbling into sawdust on the floor. Um. Oh, okay. Was that supposed to happen? You received no answer. Uh, Haley, what do you do in reaction to these rules? This seems really elaborate uh says i have to give it a name i guess huh looks a bit like a nebula how about we go with shining star uh casey how do you respond to these rules casey's kind of taking aback and looks at the effigy and like sun and like nothing, and like looks at it. I. Am I hot? Mm. Sure, I'll name you. And looks around the room like, um. Uh, bands I like, uh, music, uh. Is it, okay, so sun. Uh, the sh- sunshine band. Sunshine band, yeah, sure. Uh, puts it down, lays down in bed. I don't know what's going on. Bobby, you have a pile of sawdust at your feet. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh. Was I tricked? That guy... <laughs> am I... Was, was that a hustle? <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um... Maurice, as you're reading this letter, you suddenly feel a presence behind you looking over your shoulder, and you hear an unfamiliar voice go, Well, I say, that's quite curious, isn't it? Ah! He, like, falls over and, like, uh, looks behind him. Okay, all right, okay, all right, all right. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are looking up at, um, a sort of severe-looking middle-aged man in, uh, a deer. Well, he probably doesn't have a deer stalker cap. He's inside. He does have a pipe, though, and like a nice vest. I think this might be legendary fictional detective Sherlock Holmes. Well, hey everybody, welcome to the uh, welcome to the ad break. It's me, Bob. It's your good friend. It's everybody's good friend, Bob, and I'm just here to tell you about the Eidolon Playtest Patreon. I I don't really know what it is. It sounds cool and. Uh, kind of futuristic you know i'm 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 into i'm into that high tech stuff uh i i've been looking to get me uh that uh that new pong game that's out it's uh it's 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 a game you can play with uh computers on on uh, on the tv that sounds fun uh anyhow so 
Uh, if you donate to this Patreon, it's a way you can donate to uh, to this radio show called Eidolon Playtest. Uh, and you can donate monthly. It's it's kind of like PBS, I guess. Uh, but so, like, for $1 a month, uh, you get to listen to the show a week early. I don't really know how that works on the radio, but that sounds pretty cool. Uh, for $3 a month, you get access to this additional radio show uh, with somebody named Luke and somebody named Molly uh, make changes to some kind of board game. Uh, it's, it's one of those Monopoly-type things, right? Uh, apparently, it's called Eidolon Become Your Best Self. You know, that, that sounds cool to me, but that doesn't sound very marketable, you know? Usually, you want, you want, uh, you want board games to have snappy names like, like Sorry or Uno, you know what I mean? Anyway, though, uh, $3 a month, you get to hear them working on that. Uh, $5 a month, uh, you get access to the current version of the game. I guess they mail it to you? I'm not really sure how, uh, how that works. Uh, they say it's still a work in progress, so you got, you got to bear that in mind. But you get access, and, and they'll take feedback. So I guess you have to like write them letters. to like they'll, they'll send you the game, and then you send them a letter, and then they send you a new copy of the game. That feels like it could get real expensive with the postage real fast. But I guess they're making it work. Uh, also, also uh, they're, they're going to have me uh, read uh, your name. Uh, for the five dollars, but I'm not gonna do that yet, cause first, first I'm supposed to tell you about ten dollars, and it's something called the grab bag, where they're gonna do something random every month. Like now, I love that. That's that's kind of the that's kind of the funniest thing something could be is totally random to me. So like, yeah, yeah, let's do. Let's see what do they what do they, what do they got? Uh, actually, I meant for you to pod my cast. I is that. I don't get it. I mean, like I said, I just said that being random is funny, but there's, there's two random. Like there's going so random that you don't get it. Like what's what's this other one? Jujutsu Kaisen. I look. I I I don't know, folks. I I I'm supposed to tell you that like for ten bucks you get some fun stuff. I don't know what this is, but like yeah, for the ten dollars a month, like you'll get some extra stuff and. I mean, if you like the show enough to give them money, may as well go for $10 a month. That feels like a lot of money to me, though. You know, like, I, we're go, we, you know, I mean, gas is expensive and all that, but, I mean, sure, yeah, $10 uh, through the mail for, for the board game. And also for getting, getting your name read. So let's, uh, let's read some names, right? Okay. <clears throat> oh. Now, I don't want, I don't want to judge folks, and I know, I know I've got a really boring name, but some of these names seem really weird. Uh, let's see. Uh, Preeminent Void. Pokey's Crypt. Evan Saft. Eli Maroney. Jeans. Is it, did, did just some pants send him money? Uh, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Willow Shooty. Fred Smith. Aurora Borealis. Oh, that's a fancy name. Is that is that that's that's probably a rich person. Uh Leanne Harp, Alex Lopez, Robin Long, Ig. Is that is that a caveman? Uh Nick Maragos, uh Meridian, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Fair Majesty Empress Quintilian Galaxian. Is that I th- I think that's 
I think I think one of Maurice's sisters told me to call her that from now on. Is that is that who that is? Let's see, uh, Celeste Jennings, uh, Rose, Great Big James, uh, Evan. He put he put exclamation points there. I don't know if I don't know if that's part of his name, but you know, hey, uh, James Cherenzia. I guess that's the smaller James. Uh, let's see, Pixel, uh, one happy chipmunk. Hey, yeah. Uh, nobody. Uh, wait. How does, how does, how does, that? How does no nobody do? Okay, my head's hurting. I'm gonna move on. Uh, Rosia G and Ang. Uh, so thank you for sending money to these uh these folks. What with the radio show, I. I don't know if they're doing this over like ham radio. Is it, wait, is this a pirate radio broadcast? I mean, like. Like I'm not a narc, but like, is that what they're doing? I don't know. Anyway, uh, back to uh, wait, wait. Are they gonna put me on the pirate radio? Am I am I gonna be? Am I gonna get in trouble for this? Oh man, I gotta go. Hello, is this... He narrows his eyes. Is this a detective off? Am I supposed to decide who you are before you're here? <laughs> he like narrows him even further and his crew, his, his crew, cr- cr- I don't want to say crude, shrewd tactical <laughs> brain. <at this. laughs> is there any way I would know who this person is? Is this worth a general? Could was there any way I would know who they are? What if you did yeah, sure, an give, investigate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah, sure. Give me an investigate. What's your genius? Uh, three, baby. Uh, three, three. Okay. Yeah, you got the moon, uh, the empress, and the sun. Uh, which one of those are positive? Moon's bad. I know uh, the that. The sun's positive. Yeah, sun's positive. Empress is neutral. Moon's negative. What the empress do? Create something, so then it's just create something. generally positive. But also, it'll just be like a, a neutral answer to your question. Okay, give me the sun. Fuck it. Let's go. Wait. Mm, yeah. Uh, actually, well, remember, you're, I'm trying you'll to, have I'm, all three of these. I'm trying to level up. I'm going to take the fucking moon. Well, keep on. You'll, you'll play all three of these because you're, you'll ask a question oh, for each yeah. card. I remember how this game is played. Okay, yes. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm going to use the sun for uh, what's hidden here. <laughs> What's hidden here? Okay, uh, yeah, actually, you look I up use the this... Empress for what's hidden here. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's hidden here? I think you noticed that the... Your door is still shut, and you did not hear it open or close. Um, so what's hidden here is the method by which he got in here. Okay. Um, is there a weakness I can exploit? <laughs> which card you plan for That's that? That's the sun. <laughs> That's the sun. Um, ooh, what weaknesses can you exploit here? Uh, yeah, I think if you're trying to deduce this person's identity, again, they look like exactly like an illustration of Sherlock Holmes. It's pretty clear who it is, you think. Mm-hmm. And for the bad card, I'm going to choose, uh, yeah. what should I watch out for? <laughs> uh, what is the biggest threat? Yeah, um, you look him in the eyes and you see he is like... They are just very quickly glance over you, and uh, you realize 
you lost this detective off before it even started. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, Mr. Bailey, if you were attempting to deduce who I am before I arrived, I'm afraid you're a bit late. Wouldn't you agree? Goddamn. You're fucking good. <laughs> he, like, gets up from the ground. <laughs> What's, uh... Are you with the the guy at the, the guy by the train station? The guy by the toy place? No, I'm afraid I've only just gotten into town. I'm not quite familiar with the establishment you're referring to. Okay. Well, hello. My name is Maurice Bailey, though you already Yes, seen... I've already deduced that. Okay, alright. Deduce that. He uh, gives you a real, like, smug-ass <laughs> smile. Like, he's also puffing on his pipe okay. as he smiles at you. You Also, by the way, we can't do that in here. I don't know how your parents have you, but we don't... Not in the house. Can you put that away? Uh, he says... He, he looks at his pipe and says, uh... Yes, very well. I suppose I can abide by the rules that have been established in this home. And he kind of, like, puts his pipe out, puts it in his jacket then pulls out a small vial of cocaine from his jacket and snorts it. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fuck. Why not? Okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> it's the hold on, hold on. Baby. Hold on. Come on now. Sherlock Holmes was a heroin guy. Yeah, yeah. Sherlock Holmes is going to do a lot of shit. <laughs> Like, Sherlock he, Holmes is in the public domain. He can listen, have whatever drugs he wants to. He needs cocaine when he's on the case. He needs heroin when he's off the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he's got to shut that brain down when he's not using it. This is not where I'm going to lead in an episode. Uh, the hero fant is kind of uh, respects authority, respects the the rules to a degree. I feel this is going to come uh-huh. out for uh, Maurice here, where he's like, "You cannot be doing," and he's about to yell, "You cannot be doing cocaine in my home." When he's like, I can't yell that in my home. Everyone is right. <laughs> uh, and he's like, you cannot. Hello, sir. Pal, may Maurice, I help you? you okay? I'm great. <laughs> great. Good to be back. <sighs> he's like putting like uh, slowly like getting sheets and putting them under the door to like muffle the sound. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, please do that in a tray. Do, do you use trays for... Oh, my God. He's getting trays in, like, a space so it doesn't just leave evidence in his place. Right. Uh, so, okay. right he basically just, like, upturned the vial right into his nostril. <laughs> He's like, okay, all right. Uh, you're here. What? How? how why? <laughs> my goodness, my dear boy. I thought you were a detective. Surely you can suss out such a simple mystery. Uh, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty astute on my stuff, and I already feel a little embarrassed. I just cannot figure out how you could not break open the door of someone. There's people here at all times today, so you would have to go in. Hmm. Disguise? It's clear, isn't it? You're having a mental breakdown, and I'm a, hall- a hallucination. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that checks out. Okay, so I guess... Well, I did touch that figurine that guy gave me. Maybe he was drugged. He has poisoned the wood. He goes back to his island and is like, has gloves on and looking at the wooden figure. Uh, I think Sherlock kind of crouches down next to you with it and he goes, uh, well, testing for chemicals would require a bit more equipment than you seem to have handy here, but, and he kind of rubs his finger on it and says, uh, I certainly 
feel nothing but a dry surface. Hey. So you're okay, so this is a mental break and you're like a figment of my imagination, right? That's clearly the only logical explanation, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I really wanted to make a TV reference, but I don't know how old it is. <laughs> when did Quantum Leap? That was me. When does Quantum Leap? Yeah, come I think Quantum out? Leap is too. I mean, let's double check, but I think Quantum Leap is like eighties. Two eighties. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, eighty-nine. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Ten years yeah. too early. In the pickup, I wanted. In the pickup, I wanted to do a wishbone <laughs> reference, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah, okay. I can't." Yeah. Quantum Leap is ska only, unfortunately. Ska only. Unfortunately, that's locked in the ska zone. That's okay. There's probably either a Twilight Zone or Outer Limits episode about this. You know what? You know what I think is better. Uh, this is like that episode of the Soul Train. No, <laughs> that episode of. No, they didn't have plots on Soul Train. Fuck. I was gonna be, this is just like that episode. No. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I don't my, plan to check whether or not my references make sense at all. Not even once. My favorite my favorite episode of Soul Train was where Sherlock Holmes showed, showed up. Showed up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did the Watson, we all loved it. It was a dance craze. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... Uh, Maurice is like, this is bad. This is a weird person here, and I'm maybe having a weird fit. But also, they are fascinated by this uh, development. Um, He's grabbed the uh, paper and is, like, reading it over. uh, And he says, I say, this rather reads like a piece of religious text, almost. He did carve a a totem for us. Uh, Also, I'm not supposed to discuss with anyone that wasn't there. Is this some kind of trick? Yes, but I'm not a person, remember? I'm a hallucination. Oh, yeah, I guess that's fair. And I go, huh! and I throw, like, uh, something through him and see if it gets go through him. <laughs> I think it bonks him on the head. <laughs> now, what on earth was that for? You're a hallucination. I was trying to see if you worked on ghost rules. We have a bunch of... Listen, we spent all the last three months having ghost rules on testing for ghosts. Mr. Bailey, clearly your hallucination is complete enough that you have imagined it striking my very valuable cranium. Uh, flashback of Maurice just throwing things at people. <laughs> the past ghost test. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, ghost test. <laughs> Does Maurice just carry some marbles around on ghost hunting missions yeah. just yeah. in case? Just steam. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many cases the mind you just struck has solved? Well, I mean... You could have snuffed quite an important life from this world, Mr. Bailey. Wait, 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 what? If you damaged my head severely. Oh, okay. But you're a hallucination, so your cases solved are like my cases solved, so like... Oh, wow, am I a super genius? Am I a super... Am I a super detective? Are you like... My guardian spirit? I bu- It doesn't take me to say, no, you're not. Anyway, well, you're here. Why are you here? Uh, <laughs> this is- My goodness. For a detective, you certainly spend a lot of time asking other people to solve your mysteries for you. <sighs> it's been a long day. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, well, aren't you going to name your, uh, new little toy? New little t- 
toy? I don't know what it is, but it's cl- it could be a toy. He looks at it, it could be a toy. <laughs> I did get it at a toy store. You bought it from a toy store, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he will look up at look at some posters in his room and see like uh like the Wizard of Oz and see Wonderland or you know kind of piece it together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, what I want to name it? Name it Boogie Wonderland. Terrible name. Uh, we cut away to <laughs> uh, yeah, like Haley. As soon as you named uh, uh, yours, it like. It was unpainted before, and suddenly just, like, color uh, bleeds all over the wood, and the, like, gyroscope head starts, like, spinning. Uh, You know, Casey, same with you. The, yeah, color sort of uh, comes into the figurine. Uh, Maurice, yours does as well. Uh, Bob, the sawdust at your feet becomes just kind of like a rainbow of different colors of dust that flow around you, and then just kind of, like... Uh, fly into your shoes. Whoa! Uh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> amazing Technicolor Dream shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has that musical come out yet? I don't uh, care. Yeah. I think it has. <laughs> uh, and yeah, um, Maurice Haley and. Uh, uh, oh, Casey, uh, yeah, each of you feels something, like, awaken in you. Cool. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna lay down in bed and ignore all the feelings I may or may not be having right now. Okay. There, there are too many feelings. I can't believe we spent a whole month looking for supernatural things, and it was just, like, in a shop. In our town. Yeah, I, th- I think um, if we're going to have a cool sequence or whatever, I think more Maurice... Uh, yeah, like, totally. Waits for it to happen and, like, clutches, like, okay, okay, this, when's it supposed to happen? And then, like, I don't know how to do this in real life, but, like, you know in the, you know in, uh, uh, fucking The Wizard of Oz when they go in the place and it's the first time, like, color shows up? Um, I think something yeah. like that. Like, just a wave comes and fills the whole room where, um, that's it. Okay, everything gets weird JoJo coloring. <laughs> there we go. It goes totally. all weirdly Absolutely. tinted. And um, like, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what is the, like, essence of your bedroom, Maurice? It's your bedroom, mm-hmm. so you would know. Um, I think it was, um, there's, like, uh... A decent amount of movie posters up. A decent amount of like, there's a yeah. I don't think this is just like this. This is um, a family that has like a big TV in the living room, maybe. So not a TV in here, but sure. like a, a little a desk right, right. with like stuff for cases and whatnot, and a closet that's yeah, full of yeah. like um, I want to say books about different you know weird stuff. Like they have a bunch. They have a weird bookcase, but it's like odds and ends. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I think, um, you feel coming out of you a bunch of tiny little guys, just like the ones in your figurine, and one of them has, like, uh, like aviator pants and a beret, being like, 
all right, let's get the set ready. Let's okay. go. Let's go. And like clapping his hands is like they're like. There's a bunch of them adjusting the books on the shelves. There's like a lighting guy who's responsible for the JoJo okay. lighting. There's one like standing on your head holding a tiny boom mic okay. above oh, you. Mm. Here's one. Um, yeah. Is there a costuming one that's just like starts to like, okay, we got to get you in your fit. We got to like get you. That's Absolutely, just like going yes. through my wardrobe and making them all extra. All right. Well, yeah, it kind of like pull, like it can fly, and it kind of like pulls you by the collar over towards your closet. It's very tiny, but it's strong enough to pull you cool. over. Uh, and yeah, exactly. Like, all right, yeah, we gotta get you in the costume, makeup. We gotta get ready. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, I am your makeup guy. Come on, let's go. Okay, all right. Are we doing? Oh, oh, uh, okay. What are the rest of? What are the rest of these? I think there's like two or three with tiny powder pops that are like getting Sherlock's face ready. He's allowing it. Okay, all right, if Sherlock's cool with it, I guess I'm. <laughs> we finally get the sequence where everyone's like, "Why do where do stand users get their outfit? This is it. This is what happens." Right. <laughs> they take their old clothes and cut holes in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bob, I think you also feel something awakening in you, but obviously it's it's a little different. Your shoes just feel cool. <laughs> Yeah. Did your shoes get cooler looking, or they still just look like track shoes? Uh, so I guess it depends. Are we, are we using the previous rules where you can only see eidolons if you have one? Uh, yes, but that's different for virtuosos because it's a physical object. Okay. Because I was gonna say, if you could see it, then it has the cool uh, Hermes wings on the back. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Just I th- kind of, I think just that's... kind of as an aura of them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's sort of an aura of them, then I'd say, yeah, that's only visible to other Eidolon users, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, otherwise they're just running shoes. Okay, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Haley, you're still just like, God damn it, there was supernatural shit in town all along. <laughs> we missed it for three years. I'm gonna have to tell everyone else when I wake up. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Casey, you just kind of laid down in bed. I think your room is getting warm. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe she gets like she gets around one of her fingers a little ring of like red sun, uh, yellow sunlight. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she like looks at it, puts like lifts up her face from the pillow, looks at it, puts his face back on the pillow. Not dealing with this right now. Not dealing with this right now. Yeah. And, and sorry, uh, remind me is the uh, what does Sunshine Band look like? So, Sunshine Band, it's like a, a silhouette of a woman yeah. with, like, song coming out of her. Right, right, but okay. I imagine it transforms into a ring, into a band okay. of sunshine when yeah, yeah, yeah. not being used. I get you. I think as you're saying you're not dealing with it, the ring kind of slips off your finger, and you're, like, on your side, and behind you, uh, it just kind of forms into its, like, humanoid shape. You're not looking at it, but obviously you can see, like, the intense light it's casting from behind you. I turn my face to face her. Uh, I think it is, like, almost blood. You know, oh, you know what, let's say, yeah. I think for you right now, it is, like, blinding to look directly at. Oh, okay. Ow. Um. Are you catching anything on fire? Um. Are you hot to the touch? I, this is... Better question. Uh, you're okay. Um, yeah, I, I think I think yeah. uh, it is like scorching hot to the touch. Okay, please don't burn the house down. 
please? It's just standing there, and yeah, no fire seems to be happening. Okay, that's something. Um, I think she, like, closes her his eyes and grabs a pillow, puts it on his face, but she's still, like, sitting up on the bed looking at, uh, at her, at Sunshine Bind, but with a pillow on his face. Okay, I this discovers more of the light. Do you speak? Hi, hello. I'm I'm Casey. Um, let me think. Uh, do you want it to speak? Maybe, yeah. Okay, then I think it was just sort of a, uh, you know, very like echoey, kind of like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like effervescent voice. It just says, "Yes." Oh, pretty, pretty voice. Sorry, that's weird. Oh, ooh. it is um, your voice. <laughs> no, my voice does not sound like that. I wish that would be nice. Anyways, can is there a chance you could shine less, go back to the ring, or like? Yes. Uh, it just yeah. The room dims and it turns back into the ring. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. I get to see now. Although mostly what I'm seeing right now is like splotches of light. But I'm a, I hope my vision comes back. But I appreciate that. Um, sunshine. Okay. Um, do do I live near any one of us? Um, we can say you live near somebody. Yeah. Uh, I get. I guess uh, Maurice, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Makes the most sense to me. Okay. Based on how we. Set up some things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to get out of the house and see if I can go bother Maurice, like, throw rocks at his window or something. Yeah, okay, it's it's pretty late at night at this yeah. point, uh, so probably, you know... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to sneak out. Yeah, I, I, I... You've got such a big house, I feel like that's probably not that hard for you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think most of Maurice's family has settled down for the night. Uh, yeah, Maurice, I think as you're dealing with all these weird little movie gremlins, you just hear a rapping at your door. Or at your window, rather. Yeah. Hey. Hmm, sounds like your friend Casey's here. Maurice, are you there? Uh, Maurice, like, uh, at the rapping, is like, oh, are you guys inviting more little gremlins? Are they? Oh, oh, oh. Sherlock clearly very disappointed you didn't ask him how the devil he knew it was Casey just from the rapping on the window. He really wanted to explain uh-huh. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I Luke, Luke, do you have an explanation? <laughs> What'd you say, Sorry, Mike? I, I said, real quick, Luke, do you have an explanation? <laughs> I was going to bullshit one. <laughs> okay, I, all right. I'm gonna, I'm, you know, one of the things about having three gin is that you, you know, you're very perceptive. I'm gonna say he perceives yeah. that he's like I'm not gonna give him the credit of the he's like how did you no <laughs> yeah. not giving it to you anyway hey Casey come in <laughs> Casey I don't know you tell me I feel like this might be a thing that has happened before or is Casey just like sneaks like checks in because needs someone to talk to if that's yeah, okay yeah 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 he's like hey man something like not even looking just like. Slowly tra- opening the door. Something weird happened. Um, what do I see inside the room? Uh, you see a bunch of, like, 
a fucking kaleidoscope of colors as I think they're like working to turn this into like a noiry detective office. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, uh, world famous detective Sherlock Holmes is here, Casey. Oh shit, Sherlock Holmes. You can see um, it too. Oh, okay. What else can you see? Yeah. Um. Those. Yeah. Okay. Did you, uh, the toy place, did you also get a bunch of... Uh-huh. Do you have, like... I, I got one. I, I got a her. Um, I'm afraid of letting her out, though, because she might blind you. She's made of sunlight? Letting her out. Um, wait, 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 I turn to Sherlock. I can put these... I can turn this off. Does this... So can they... Back in... Two scooty doo back in the woods. Do they, <laughs> is that how they work? How do you? <laughs> I think they, the director one is like, "All right, everybody, that's lunch," and you hear like a little bell go off, and <laughs> everything goes back to normal in oh, here. Okay, okay. Oh wow, Casey, you're on top of this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I think Sherlock uh-huh. also says like, uh, "Aren't you going to introduce me to your friend?" Oh hey. um... Hey, Casey, this, this dick is actually Sherlock Holmes. Um, oh, that's don't rude. Don't get mad at... No, he's... He'll do drugs... Uh, don't, no, don't, just... don't give him the... He'll do drugs at you. It's not a phrase we use back across the pond, but yes, I understand dick. I am a dick. I am the world's greatest dick. Okay, all right, well, I don't appreciate <laughs> that either. Anyway. Okay, I'll ask you about the drugs later, because that... Okay, sure, but you know, um, he's a private detective. That's what he assumes you meant. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, um, sure, detective. Are you okay? So you didn't come out of the toy. Okay. No, I came from Baker Street, where I live. Yeah, yeah. Two, two B Baker Street. Ah, I'm familiar. Good. I enjoy your outings. I guess. Yeah. Thank you very much, ma- Sir. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. He kind of winks at you. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Sherlock, I know you're all hopped up on whatever, but don't hit on my friends. Oh, God. I'm... I would not- uh, You're a child. so much right no. now. Need to very clearly establish that I have no interest in teenagers. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you for... Uh-huh. All right. Okay, then. This is just... We're every... We, sh- we should call Haley. Haley should know about this. We should also have Haley know about what's going on. <laughs> Are you going to be able to reach your phone while your parents figuring out? <sighs> yes. Uh, uh, he goes to the door and, like, looks out and, like, scans and, like... Rushes to get a rotary phone without anybody no- noticing. Give me a challenge, Fate Plus Elegance. That's the one I'm <laughs> bad at. That's one card. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, the, you get uh, temperance. You're met with an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> Let me think here. Um, hmm, how do I want to play this? Uh, yeah, you sneak out 
Yeah, I'll say the equal and opposite reaction is that uh, you don't get caught, but you do make the phone ring at Haley's house, and uh, her dad picks up the phone <laughs> and uh, just says, uh, wait, shit, what's your last name up? Holst Residence, this is Patrick. Hey, Patrick, this is... This is Haley's friend. Hey there, Maurice. How you hi, doing? Hi, hi, uh, hi. Haley's home, correct, right? Well, well, she certainly is. It's nearly 11 o'clock. I assume she's asleep for school tomorrow, Maurice. You probably should be too, don't you think? Yeah, that's true. It's been, uh, good, good rest. Uh, you can't have a good day without a good rest. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. Um, uh, there's just a thing, uh, like a crossover thing I forgot from... Um, <sighs> Our thing over the summer, I just wanted to check with Haley real fast. Um, well, I'm sure that can wait till tomorrow, don't you agree? Uh, well, the, the thing is, there's a homework thing, and I want to make sure that they have all the the information for Well, the now, which is it? Is it something from this summer, or is it a homework thing? He's, he's stressed. He is, like, uh, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Maurice is so bad at lying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he's like, is it, you know, uh, the homework thing? Or, hmm, in a way, we learned today that... <sighs> Maurice, I'm sure whatever you need to talk to her about, it can wait till morning when you see her at school. Uh, uh, he's <laughs> exasperated. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, uh feeling exasperated he's like uh casey his it's it's their dad Haley's dad is on the phone i don't know what to what do i tell him cut to casey talking to sherlock okay so mrs hudson what's she like (laughs) (laughs) fabi you're gonna have to help me you clearly know more about sherlock holmes than me I think that's when she hears Maurice say something. Oh, we'll get back to that conversation. I have questions. Oh, the uh, landlady. Okay, yeah, no, I know this character. Okay, yes. Uh, and she, like, turns and is like, pass me the phone. Here you go. I, I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I don't even know how late it is, but... And, like... She he covers the the bottom of the mic a little bit. It's like Maurice is having a panic attack. He he went and got me. You know I live nearby him, and Haley is. He had these a couple times in the band. Haley's really good at calming him down. It would re I would really appreciate it. you you he you heard how he is right now. He just needs. Haley to like help him break through this. He doesn't listen to me as much. I'm already drawing glam for you. You got uh-huh. Chariot, which is seven, versus Patrick getting Death Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can push. Yeah, you want to push it, it? Is there something higher than thirteen? Well, you know what? So that means you would push into the thirteen, so he would get the next card down. I should have okay, done that before yeah. drawing for him. Oh. Okay, uh, so you've got thirteen versus uh, the Fool Zero. So you got it. <sighs> <laughs> uh, I was not clear on how oh, no, no, yeah, that was how uh, yeah. that pushing on a, on a, on that worked. Also, here's a weird rule. I don't know if we want to play with uh. this rule, but uh, since huh. you use death, does my card turn back on? Does my power shoot back turn on immediately? Uh, no, because death's neutral. Okay. okay, I was gonna say it. Yeah, yeah. Because my resonance, my dissonance card is death, and uh, anytime your dissonance is played. Uh, to be clear, Mike, I. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Oh, oh, your dissonant is death. Uh, that's a yeah. No, I think if she had played her dissonance, it okay. would have counted. But yeah, you have to play your dissonant card for it to be negative. Um, to be clear, Mike, I goofed that slightly. I should have asked Fabi to confirm if she wanted to go with the chariot before revealing the next card. Um, oh, I just, I so just meant like I misunderstood because yeah. like uh, 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 someone pushed a glam. I think I think it was also Fabi during uh, right. against. So right, yeah. So how that would work? You would have the card you have, or you want to push? You push. We reveal what you got. Then I flip over the next card. That's what you're trying to beat. Okay. Yeah, you would. You you wouldn't have swapped the cards if I had done that right, but I didn't. Uh, anyway, um, that so yeah, you convince him, and he just goes, "All right, but please make it quick." I, I promise, very quick. Uh, let me go see if she's awake. And, uh, Haley, there's suddenly a knock at your door. Oh, uh, what is it? Haley, uh, apparently your friend, uh, Maurice is having a panic attack. Uh, Casey said the talking to you helps calm him down. <gasps> oh, gosh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go and get him real quick. Uh, the phone, that is. I think, uh, I think he kind of stops you on your way out the door, just kind of, like, lightly grabs your shoulder and says, five minutes. Okay, okay. It, it shouldn't take too long. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> you run to the phone. Uh, I pick it up uh, and ask, Maurice, hey, hey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fine. Sorry um, to lie to your dad, but uh, did your creepy toy come? Well, no, they weren't creepy, they're not. Did your toy come to life and now you have a weird, like, spirit thing uh, around you? I... I think uh, she lowers her voice and says, "I, I mean, it, it got color. I didn't. I don't. I don't see a spirit, though." Okay, okay, that's not too bad. Maybe it's just, maybe, maybe it's just me and and Maurice. Maurice has a whole like crew. Also, Sherlock Holmes is here. Uh, uh, and yeah, and I have this lady made of sunlight who I can't look at because. It's too bright. It's a whole Did thing. you all have like a weird vision about the toy store? Yes, and he kept insisting it was a memory. Maurice interrupts. Okay. Haley, I can't I can't have to break it to you. It seems we've caught up ourselves in a whole kooky mess of detective and you've and by this point you notice the Eidolon's backed on and he's in a detective outfit. He's starting to go noir. <laughs> okay. okay, I this, might need to handle this. A whole heap of crime before now. the noir <laughs> okay, the the lighting just changed. We're in black and white. I don't know why we're in black and white. I don't like it. I think um, that you're like you got that one little director one like uh directing to set this up, but also that another director comes in and says, like, hold on, what are you doing on my set? And like you're in like the living room, which is just scattered uh-huh. with like toys, and you everything gets more colorful as you convert into like a family comedy <laughs> pastiche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. There's so much happening okay, here. Okay, really? Oh, God. You're, you're throwing a lot, a lot at me now. I've only got, like, five minutes, well, like, three now that I can spend on the phone. And we don't have, we don't even have Bob on the line. Here, he really here's should be what included it, in this. Here's what I learned, Haley, is, you know, sometimes family is, uh, is, is a, not just a okay, sexy no, other word. I, it's a, it's a okay. action. Haley, I... Okay, now that I have confirmed that you're okay and you have this, could you call Bob? I'll try to handle Mr. Detective here. 
and also Sherlock Holmes. Bye. Okay, uh... My parents... Talk to you tomorrow before class? Uh, it's my... Yeah? I... Sure. Okay. Okay, check them out. Bye. Cloak punks up the phone. <laughs> I only have, like, five minutes. Uh, it's Haley, I guess, tries to <laughs> quickly dial Bob. I think your dad, Patrick, comes like back in and just kind of standing in the door frame, and he's about to say something, and thinks for a second, says, "I'm gonna go check on the horses." Uh, thanks. Uh, he just leaves. Uh, yeah, uh, Bob, the phone's ringing in your house. Uh, I think Bob just answers it, uh, no problem, because I, I don't, yeah, I don't think right. Uncle Jacob gives a shit. No, I think he is past the fuck out, just snoring very loudly. On the couch. Hey, McGovern residents, what can I do you for? Hey, Bob, it's Haley. Whoa, hey, what are you doing up this late? Hey, I don't have a lot of time. I'm already kind of overdoing my phone privileges right now as it is. I really should be in bed. I just want to let you know that um, me, Casey, and uh, Maurice have all been having weird things happen with, like, the carvings we just got. Did something happen to yours, too? Uh, mine turned to dust and then made my shoes all rainbowy. Okay, great. That means we're not all just going insane. Oh, I wasn't really worried about that, but uh, now, now that you brought <laughs> it up, I'm glad that that's not the case. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, I don't have a lot of time right now. Really need to be get going to bed before I get into super trouble. So we're just all gonna what? meet up before school to talk about what happened, because well, right, it's how, a lot. How are the others doing? They're fine. They seem fine. Should I check on them? If you want to. Alright, just, you know, as long as you're good, you be careful. I'll, 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 I'll see how Maurice is doing. Yeah, I'm good. Good night. Alright, good night. And Haley hangs up the phone and quickly heads back to her room. <laughs> uh, real quick, did you, um, did you bring the figurine with you to the phone? Uh, no, I, I hid it underneath my pillow. <laughs> Okay, I think as you turn around, you see that, no, you didn't. It, like, as if tied to you by a string, dragged on the floor behind you and is just uh, about, you know, 10 feet away from you. And then suddenly it starts, like, pulsing with energy. And describe to me what kind of spirit emerges from it. The the spirit that emerges from it, 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 it looks exactly like the carving it, it, it has, like, a body made of a nebula where sort of the top half of the head would be, like, above, like, the mouth. There is a solar system mobile, um, and the mobile is, like, sort of constantly, slowly rotating. Oh, I cannot let them see this. Haley thought he told you only five minutes. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. There is no time for you to get away. He is imminently rounding the corner. Back in your room where you left the list of laws. Number six, you may not use your Eidolon in any way that will reveal its existence or the existence of Eidolons generally. Begin the text starts glowing a like crimson red. And that's what we're going to like freeze frame on as we leave this episode. I 
Babylon Disco is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find Luke at SSJ Speed Racer on the Twitters, whatever that is. You can find Iris at Stilts the GM, Ty at Sirius Tiberius, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, and Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit. Idolon Disco will be back on November 7th for Patreon subscribers and November 14th for everybody else. We'll see you there, dudes!